Have you ever wondered what your unique talents are? Have you ever thought like, you know, gifts, like what are my gifts? What are my talents? What are the, the, the gifts that God has given me? If this is a question that you've asked, it's a question that I get a lot, seeing as though um, with the Army of Youth, our vision is to help every young person to identify their unique talents and dedicate them to the Lord's service. My name is Ian Cleffingwell, and today I'm going to be sharing with you six talents that everybody has that will surprise you. You see, the reason why I want to deal with these six is because the first thing in identifying what are our unique talents and our specific gifts is to look at what do we have. My favorite verse in all the Bible is in Luke 16 verse 10 and it talks about how he that is faithful in that which is least will be faithful also in much. He that is unjust in that which is least will be unjust also in much. So the, the matter is that the, the question that concerns us most is not how much has we been given, but what are we doing with that which we have? Today I'm going to share with you six surprising talents that will show us you exactly what you have that you can dedicate to the Lord's service, that you can cultivate for His glory so that you can live the calling that God has placed uniquely on your individual lives. And talent number one, we see time. Time is a talent that has been given to everybody. It's actually our most scarcest resource. This is a t time is something that God has given to every man, woman, and child equally. And um, with this time, uh, Ephesians chapter 5 says, redeeming the time because the days are evil. Time is precious. The value of time is beyond comprehension. A lot of us, we spend our time living unintentionally. Or we, we don't, I believe that in order to be a good steward of the time that God has given us, then we need to um, have a plan. We need to be intentional with the blocks of time that he's given us. In fact, uh, the book of John, chapter 6, verse 12 through 14, talks about this miracle where Jesus fed the 5,000 with just two, two loaves of bread, or uh, two fish and five loaves of bread, which is incredible because what he said after that is what really catches my attention. He says, gather up the fragments, let nothing be lost. Gather up the fragments. And then there came over, they brought forth 12 baskets of food. Can you imagine with man, two plus five equals seven, but with God, two plus five fed 5,000. This is what can happen when we gather up the fragments of our time. When we are, if every moment of life was rightly employed and rightly valued, we would have all the time in the world that we need for the cause of God, for ourselves, our health, our family, to contribute to the marketplace, to give to ministry. We would have all the time necessary. A lot of us have this limiting belief. I don't have enough time. And I've actually eliminated that phrase from my vocabulary because it limits us in life. What I realize is we have time. You have time for what you make time for. When we say that we don't have time, what we're really saying is we are not prioritizing our time for this or that because we've all been given the same amount of time and you have the ability to choose many things. And if you don't like your job, you can change it. If you don't like your social circles, you can change it. If you don't like what you're doing, you can change it. You have this free will and you choose what you spend your time doing. And my question is, why would you 
spend a large portion of your life doing a job or fulfilling a calling a career that you hate my encouragement is to turn your calling into a career and do what god has uniquely called you to do and who you are called to serve and this um, value of time is how we spend our time is going to affect every other one of these talents so let's look at the next one the next talent that everybody has is our health now health is are is something that is a gift from God. In fact, 3 John chapter 1 verse 2, the Bible says, "Beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health even as thy soul prospers." So when you look at that threefold blessing that God wants, it is his will that you would prosper, that you would be successful in all of these talents, in the calling that God has given you. He wants you to be in health equally just as much as he cares about your spiritual life. In fact, the next verse, it talks about how our health affects whether we walk in the truth or not. Uh, Our our brain nerves, anything that affects our health affects our spirituality because our brain nerves is the only communication that we have to heaven. 1 Corinthians 3.16 says, What? Know ye not that your body is a temple of God, and the, the Spirit of God dwelleth in you? Whoever defile the temple of God, him shall God destroy. For the temple of God is holy, which temple ye are. So our bodies are to be the indwelling for the word of, for the Spirit of God, and He wants to put His Spirit in you. And it, whatever we do, every, um, every practice that destroys our health, or makes us sick, or lessens our physical abilities, it, it lessens the ability for the Spirit of God to dwell in us. So the health is very important. A lot of people sacrifice their health to gain their wealth. And they spend the first portion of their life doing that. Then they spend the last portion of their life sacrificing their wealth to regain their bad health. And um, health is not an expense. It's an investment. But it becomes an expense to those who fail to invest in it. So I, wanted, I want you to think about this. No matter what our health is, we can be grateful for something that we can do. Whether we have arms to move, some people don't have that. Some people are born without limbs. Some, and even those people have gone off and done some amazing things. There are, um, are, what are we doing with the health that we have, the strength of vitality? I want to be, when I'm 60 years old, to be able to run up a mountain and be able to keep up with my grandchildren. This is uh, a desire of mine. I don't want to make poor decisions with my health and just erode it over time. What are your, uh, how are you desiring to be faithful with the talent of health? So the third talent is what we were talking about. This is something that everybody has is money. Now again, the question isn't how much money you have, but what are you doing with that which you have? If you have a dollar, God is asking for 10%. He's, are you giving back to God what is rightfully Him? In his, in fact, Deuteronomy eight eighteen, it reveals that God says it is God that giveth thee power to get wealth. Proverbs says the blessing of the Lord it maketh rich and addeth no sorrow to it. See, there are financial principles. There's financial laws in the Word of God that, if followed, finances is a result. But if of if uh, if violated, then it will cause financial consequences. Many of us go throughout life, like for me, like I, I didn't grow up from a uh, financially like strong background, but um, I, I read once that the reason why many people are poor is because they spend money as soon as they get it. And I was like, huh. I spend money as soon as I get it. That's why I'm poor. 
and that's one of the reasons I'm like that's amazing so there was just some I realized that there's a reason Job, uh, Proverbs says that no Job says the cause which I knew not I searched out and when we start to search I would encourage you to study what the Bible says about money because if you believe that money is the root of all evil then are you going to want to have are you going to want to use that or gain that or be a good steward no no way but if you believe that money is simply a vehicle that could be used to serve the Lord that that finance can help you to turn your calling into a career that if you have the money you can have the options and resources to take the gospel to the world and to be able to serve others then you could realize that wait a second then money in the hands of God's people could do the world greater good than having all of God's people be poor and have this poverty mindset and uh, think that God wants us all to be poor which I believe that if we follow the biblical principles then the Lord has principles of wealth that can help us to be a greater blessing to others so study what does the Word of God say about money because this isn't a class that we learn in high school and college or a lot of times our parents don't teach us but the Word of God has all the answers so what are we doing with that which we have now the fourth talent that everybody has you ready for it intellect God has given you these seven faculties of the mind and we can't go into all of these but you know what makes you different than a brute beast it is the faculties of your mind. We were created in the image of God. We have the ability to think and to do, to imagine, to reason, to recall memory, and to piece these things together. We have a beautiful gift in our mind and our education and the intellect and our thoughts and our feelings combined. These things make up the moral character. And in reality, our character is the only thing we're going to take to heaven. The Bible says in Proverbs 23, 7, As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. So be aware of the thoughts that we're thinking because they, they make a man. They make you who you are. And my question is, when it comes to your intellect, are you, do you have scheduled regular times every day for new learnings? Because as you learn new things, it will prepare you to live your calling. I would suggest three areas of new new learnings that we should have daily. We should have a time for our spiritual development, our devotions, our time with God, our communion, our prayer, our contemplation. We should have personal development in strengthening the weaknesses and developing those characteristics and traits that will help us to persevere and to be who God has called us to be. And we should ha study business development. What is the the training regarding to your calling, your unique trade, your skill, the area that God is leading you in so that you can master your craft. What is the art that you contribute to the marketplace? And when you train in those three areas, then God is able to bless these talents. And God wants you to use these talents for Christ. I'd submit to you that God has laid before us a path of infinite development in Christ Jesus. There is no limit to what could be done through each of these, these six talents that all of you have, including myself. So the fifth talent that everybody has is communication. Communication is a talent. This is a gift from God. What good is any of your intellect if you cannot impart it to others? In fact, there is a law of imparting in that... In, um, if you want to have anything, you've got to give it. The best way to receive 
is to give. You can have anything you want in life if you help enough people get what they want in life. Luke chapter 6 verse 38 puts it this way. Give and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, press together. Cup running over shall men give unto your bosom. So God is showing in Proverbs 11 that he that watereth shall be watered also himself. It is a law of imparting. If you want more knowledge, give what knowledge you have. If you want, if you crave, if you've ever felt lonely, how many of you felt lonely or discouraged or like you just were craving fellowship? You want to know the secret to have the fellowship and the connection with others is to give the fellowship and connection to others. Whatever you want in life, be that for someone else. Jesus said in Matthew 7, 12, whatsoever you'd have done unto you, do also to others. Be the mentor you wish you had when you're in their situation and give to others what you wish you had. Give to others what you're grateful you have. Communication is, is so essential. And at the Army of Youth, we are dedicated to helping you to, to develop, to identify and dedicate these talents to Christ's service. Communication is powerful because this is how we communicate the gospel to the world. Now, the sixth talent that everybody has, you ready for this? Influence. Now, you might be like, influence? Who do I influence? Well, think about it this way. Influence is how we relate with others. See, uh, Jesus, uh, the book of Proverbs, it says, Be thou diligent to know the state of thy flock and look well after thy herds. Each one of us has a sphere of influence. Everything you do, everything you say, everything where you are, where you're not, what you don't say has an influence. The things you post on social media, these uh, people who are content creators, who are publishing every day, they're called influencers. It's because they have an influence with their words. The words you say, whether it's complaints or whether it's arguments or whether it's debate, whatever it is, or it could be words of encouragement. It could be prayer requests. I love asking my friends, do you have anything I could pray for you today? And that has an influence for good. How are you influencing others? Are you being intentional with your influence? Are you using your influence to lead others to Christ? Every man, woman, and child has influence. The question isn't how much do you have, but what are you doing with the influence that you have? Because when we learn to be faithful in each of these six areas, then it lies at the foundation of how we can begin to identify our unique talents and our specific gifts of how we are able to contribute to the cause of God, to the marketplace, to our family, to our, those around us. And you can live an incredible life in Christ Jesus that is a life filled with service, of meaning, of purpose, of something that is greater than yourself. But the secret is in developing these six talents and dedicating them to Christ's service. I know one of the best decisions I've ever made in my life is to dedicate my life to Christ's service and to, to give to Him and recognize His ownership in all of these. If that's your desire, I encourage you to, to pray to God and see how can you develop. And in order to help you with that, we put together this daily account book. This is called Live Your Calling Daily Account Book. And this is a book that we put together to help you to not just drift through life and allow life to happen to you, but so that you could be intentional about life, that you could dedicate yourself to God every morning and say, Lord, 
what must I do today to have a relationship with you to be to develop those valuable skills that would help you to earn the income to support the calling that, that God has called you for and it helps you to be intentional with your relationships intentional with your prayers intentional with your time in what you're going to do on a daily basis so that you're not just go, aimlessly going throughout life because an aimless life is a living death when you have a purpose, when you have meaning, when you have clarity on who you are in Christ Jesus and what talents you actually have, and you are maximizing those talents to the fullest ability that you can, then that's when you start to live a, a life worth living and to be able to contribute to the cause of God in ways that you never even knew possible. I say this to you because I really believe that God has a plan for your life. Jeremiah 29, 11, he says, I know the thoughts that I think towards you, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you an expected end. God's plan for you is greater than ever you could imagine. And so we put this account book together to help you to live the plan that God has designed for you, for your family, so that you can design the business that God has called you to, so that you can develop the ministry that God has, has called you to, so that you can help to be all that you can through Christ Jesus. If this is your desire, then you can go to thearmyofyouth.com forward slash account book, no space, and you can get your copy today. Again, that is thearmyofyouth.com forward slash account book. And you can order this. We shipped anywhere in the world. You're welcome to get it. This is a life-changing uh, tool that is available to you. Now, this is it, friends. These are the six talents that everybody has. And... Tell me, I'd love to hear from you in the comments, which one of these surprised you that you maybe had not considered as being a talent for you to dedicate to Christ? And here they are again. Number one, time. Number two, your health. Number three, money. And number four, intellect. Number five, communication. And number six, influence. These are the six that everybody has. If you like this video, use your influence to share this video with someone else. Let someone else who is searching, who is looking, who is wondering what is the meaning and purpose um, and what do I have to contribute, let them know that this video helped you and you believe it can help them too. And like the video, and I look forward to hearing from you. And remember that using these talents may seem daunting, but God doesn't call the qualified. He qualifies the call.